Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. The Wrong Side of a Giant. This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Indonesia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part four, with more excitement in store. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcasts.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. Before she knew what was happening, Tutamu had eaten half the stew in that enormous cooking pot. She knew she was in trouble now. The giant was not going to be happy about this. She wondered if she had enough time to make a little bit more. But then, the ground began to shake. The ground shook enough to make her wobble. Then, the ground shook enough to make her jiggle. And then, the ground shook enough to make her bounce. And then, the giant came. With his loud and deep voice, the giant asked, Tutamu kept quiet. The giant boomed. Tutu, where's my stone? Don't get on the wrong side of me. Tutamu wanted to cry, but she held her breath. The giant roared. Tutu. There was an ear-splitting rip as the giant snatched the roof off the house. There was a deafening as the giant saw the half-empty cooking pot. And there was a sickening clatter as the giant bashed the kitchen table away. Tutamu looked up, terrified, and screamed. She thought that there could be nothing as awful as the sight of that giant. Except there was. Tutamu screamed even louder as the giant deftly picked her up, threw her in his mouth, and swallowed her down. Tutamu was such a little girl that he didn't need to chew. He just gulped and sent her swiftly down into his tummy. She landed there with a splash. She was now definitely on the wrong side of the giant. The inside. Tutamu cried. It was horrid in the giant's stomach. She was covered in sticky slime. The whole place was wretchedly stinky. And worst of all, she would never see her mummy again. She went to bury her face in her hands, but her tower of hair was so full of slime that it flopped into her hands instead. She almost poked her eye out with her hairpin. Her hairpin... 
Tutamu gasped as an idea popped into her head. Could it actually work? She trudged through the giant's stomach until she reached the edge, then took her hairpin and poked the wall of skin that was the giant's belly. Poked it hard. Back outside the house, the giant was just about to stomp away when... The pain in his belly was so sharp, he stumbled off the road and into the farm. Tutumu poked again. The giant yelled, staggering around in the farm with heavy, slushy footfalls. Tutumu didn't stop. She poked again. The giant cried and began jumping up and down, trying to shake Tutumu away from his belly. But all he did was cover himself in mud while making deep footprints around the farm. Just then, Tutumu's mum arrived home. She still hadn't made enough money to buy a plough, so she came home early and was surprised to find the giant dancing around in her farm, clutching his midriff. Mum was baffled and a little scared, but her biggest worry was the one she shouted. Tutumu, where are you? <laughs> Tutumu yelled. The giant agreed. In my belly, please step around. Tutumu's mum knew exactly what to do. Lie down, she commanded. The giant did so. Mum then climbed onto the giant's bulging belly, jumped up and kicked down hard. The giant burped and Tutumu shot out from his mouth. She landed nearby in a soft clump of mud that had been churned up by the giant. Mum ran over to give Tutumu a huge hug, as behind them, the giant stood up again. That's it, the giant bellowed. This time I'll chew. But when Mum looked up at him, she was smiling. Oh, you don't want to do that. If you eat us, who will make your stew? <sighs> the giant didn't know what to say at first, but then he growled and said, But Tutumu ate my stew. Mum sighed. I know, but she only did that because we've been extra super duper looper whooper gazooper hungry since the plough broke. Now you're here, I've realised we don't need a plough. The giant frowned. You don't? Tutumu frowned. We don't? Mum nodded. We don't. Look around. The farm is full of furrows in the shape of the giant's footprints. Sure enough, the farm looked as if Tutumu had cut through it with the plough all thanks to the giant stomping. Mum said, If you don't mind leaving the farm like this after you've eaten your stew, it will be easier for us to grow enough vegetables to make it for you. And enough for us too. And that is exactly what happened. From then on, the giant helped out on the farm. And because Tutumu didn't have to pull the plough anymore, she didn't get quite so hungry. In fact, because they were working together, it didn't take long before the giant began singing, sharing stories and even laughing with Tutumu and her mum.
Soon they even shared dinner together. And the giant thought Tutamu and Mum deserved a lot more than just two mugs of stew a day. And so, by the end of this story, Tutamu woke up at the start of every day, took her time to choose a dress, she had a few more now her mum could afford them, wound her hair into a tall bun with a hairpin, she never went anywhere without her hairpin, not now, and quickly ran into the kitchen for wow. a walk with her new puppy. That was the tale of The Wrong Side of a Giant. Thank you for sharing it with me. We'll be back next week with a Chinese tale about a poor boy who cries himself to sleep in the middle of a forest and wakes up to a big, hairy, thumping surprise. You won't want to miss it. To make sure you don't, check that you're subscribed to this podcast. And please don't forget, if you review or rate this podcast, you'll really be helping us to spread the word about how fun these stories are, and we'll be hugely grateful. Just look for a button on your podcast player that says review, or maybe comment, tap that, and type away. Or if your podcast player lets you give us a heart or a star, or maybe many stars, that would be great too. Thank you ever so much. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.